The Atlanta Braves get some unfortunate injury news as Orlando Arcia is headed to the injured list, but that does open up an opportunity for Vaughn Grissom. We'll talk about that, and I'll answer all of your Twitter questions on this mailbag episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, you can check out my written work on the Atlanta Braves over at bravestoday.com, where they do a tremendous job of giving you tons of coverage of the Atlanta Braves. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast and be a part of the show, just like you will be tonight if you submitted a question for this mailbag episode. If you're new on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Also, hit that thumbs up button as it does help support the show a ton. And we're getting really close to 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I appreciate all the support. Appreciate you all, all you everydayers out there who let me know that you turn, tune in and listen every day and make Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and we're free and available on all platforms. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your per- first purchase. That's the Game Time app. We'll talk about them a little bit more in the episode, but they're our sponsor for today's episode, so appreciate that from Game Time app that I've used. And again, we'll touch on it here more in a second. But got to get into the news of the day. This will be a mailbag episode. Got a lot of questions that I want to get to, but got to start with the news of the day it was an off day for the Braves on Thursday, but some big news as it turns out that 98 mile per hour fastball that Orlando Arcia took off the wrist wasn't as good a result as we had hoped. Initial x rays came back negative, but further testing shows a micro fracture of the wrist. Now, I am no medical expert at all. Uh, my wife is, she's a physical therapist, and you know. Again, it all just depends on the type of, of bone and the recovery time and all of that. But, you know, it seems like it's not a micro fracture. Obviously, no surgery, nothing like that is needed. He just needs rest and time to heal. And, you know, she had said most likely will be in a stint for two to three weeks. And so I think we're looking at earliest or we'll say quickest he could be back, I think, would be about a month because you got to give that wrist time to heal up. And then obviously you got to get back into game shape. And I would say most would be two months. Now, again, and she did say this, and obviously it depends on which bone in the wrist was, was fractured. But either way, it's going to be a loss for Orlando Arcia. It's going to be a loss for the Braves. And it, I tweeted this out. It just kind of sickens me to see this happen to Orlando Arcia, a guy who, look, I covered lockdown Brewers when I first started here. I wasn't always doing the Braves and, Orlando Arcia just has always been a hard worker. He's been a good teammate. No matter what you've thought about him, he's he's been a really solid player. And he got pushed out in Milwaukee. I, I was very vocal when I was doing Lockdown Brewers. I didn't love the way that played out in Milwaukee. But he gets traded over to Atlanta without any expectations of getting a starting role. He just does his job. He's a great teammate. 
going to the offseason, everybody's talking about Von Grissom. The Braves were talking about Von Grissom. They fed us that information, those lies, essentially. And then Orlando Arcia just goes about his business. He comes out, and he does get the job, whether you think it was deserving or not. He does get the job and goes into the regular season and lights the world on fire. And he finally gets back to becoming a starting shortstop for a big league team. He is just 28 years old, and he gets back to that point, gets off to a fantastic start, and then he has this happen. And it just it's a punch in the gut because he's been such a good player, a good teammate, and then to have something like this happen, which, again, hopefully we're looking at a max of being out for, for two months. The Braves didn't put him on the 60-day IL, so that tells you they think he could be back within two months. But, again, still, it just – you hate it for the guy because he had such a good start to the season. You hate it as a Braves fan because he's one of your best hitters right now. But I just I hate it for the person in Arcia who got this opportunity again to be a starting shortstop, what you know he wants to do, and was playing his tail off, and then this happens. And now he's going to miss significant time. But does open up an opportunity for Von Grissom, who, again, you go back to spring training when we were told it was a competition. You could have easily said that on paper and what we saw, at least on the field with, in that, with our eyes, you could say Von Grissom was the better player, at least offensively. We know that there are still strides to be made with Von Grissom defensively, but I don't think there's ever really been much question about the bat. And you look, you want to look at what he's done so far in AAA, and he has just continued to hit. So, Again, I don't worry about that much, except, you know, RC was off to an incredible start at the plate. I don't think it's fair to expect that from Von Grissom right away, but I do think he'll hit. I think he'll get on base. I've talked a lot about that nine hole for the Braves being so effective. I kind of hope that's where they put Von Grissom because he does take his takes his walks. He doesn't strike out a ton. So you put him down in there in a low leverage situation, get him on base in front of the top of that order with his speed. He can steal some bases. So I think there's tremendous upside offensively for Von Grissom. Not that Arcia wasn't doing a great job of that there. But I do worry about the defense, and I was very vocal in spring training, especially early on. It just The mechanics don't look great, and I haven't had the opportunity to watch a lot of him at AAA this year. But again, just for what I hear from those who do watch a lot of minor league games, it seems like there's still a lot of work to be done there defensively. And Arcia, again, has been tremendous at the shortstop position. So that does concern me some. Is there going to be that big of a drop-off defensively with Von Grissom there? Hopefully not. And hopefully he makes some strides. We got a couple of questions about Von Grissom that we had asked before uh, we got the news of Orlando Arcia that I still want to answer. But it's an opportunity for Von Grissom. And, you know, see what he can do. And he'll get to work with Washington, Ron Washington every day now. So that is certainly a benefit. And we'll get a, a, a glimpse to see, can he handle the position? Can he be the future shortstop of the Atlanta Braves? So it's a huge opportunity for Von Grissom. We're assuming it hasn't been announced yet, but Von Grissom was pulled out of the lineup for Gwinnett on Thursday. So very you know, soft confirmation um, that Von Grissom will be the one to replace Orlando Arcia, who is going to go on the injured list. So that's your news for Thursday. Pretty big news. Again, hate it for Arcia, but glad to see Von, Von Grissom getting an opportunity here and looking forward to seeing what he can do. Now, got a lot of questions to get answered 
uh, that you have asked and got some coming in in the comment section as well. We're doing a live episode. Very excited to be doing one of these again. So next we'll get into those questions, which cover a wide range of topics from Arzuna, Charlie Morton, Eddie Rosario, Bryce Elder, all of that we'll talk about here next. If you're like me and you got a ton of subscriptions out there, you got those 30-day free trials that you forget to cancel, then you have to use Rocket Money to help you stay in control of those subscriptions so you don't continue to pay for the ones you don't use. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them as well. I'm one of them. Um, Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for all the fun you're going to have. I got personal experience here. I was looking for some last-minute parking tickets for the Braves home opener. I checked out Game Time, checked out a couple of other uh, third-party apps as well, and Game Time had the lowest ticket price for parking for the Braves event. Still was pretty expensive, but it was the cheapest one out there that I can find on the secondary market. So again, personal experience, Game Time came in clutch for me. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you always find the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snack tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. You know you're buying tickets this year, so you might as well at least get that $20 off your first purchase when you download the Game Time app and use the code Locked On MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, going to jump into the questions here. Got several on Twitter that I want to get to, and then I'll get to some in the chat section for those who are watching live. Got several here from Joey Milber, great Milby, great supporter of the show. Says trying to be glass full, glass full here. I think that Max and Rysel going on the IL this early is going to pay off come playoff time by limiting their usage, making them fresher. Add Harris to that list as well. Pitcher, catcher, and center fielder are the most taxing spots, in my opinion. Do you agree? I do agree. Those are the most taxing spot spot positions to play up the middle. Um, but and I do agree. Hopefully, this keeps them fresh. And I think that's why the Braves are super cautious with players early on in the season. Look, I said this coming into the year, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but if this team doesn't make the postseason, I would be shocked. And you want to clip that, and you know, if you're a Mets fan watching, you want to clip that, and the Braves don't make it later on, you can come back and throw it in my face. But I just feel like this roster is too good, too deep, for them to not at least get a wild card spot. So keeping your players fresh for the end of the season, which... Again, you go back and look at last year, they clearly were worn out 
by they got to by the time they got to the end of the regular season. So I think perhaps that's some of this early on. Again, Michael Harris, I think he could have taken a two or three days and probably been back and ready to go. But why not just go ahead and put him on the aisle, let him get that rest. So hopefully this doesn't become a lingering thing. I, I honestly think it's the same with Max Freed. I think you could have, I think there's a very good chance. And I think that's why the Braves waited so long that he could have only missed one start and come back. But again, just sit him down, let him get it taken care of. And hopefully you keep him fresh for the end of the season. So I think there is something to that. Uh, Joey also says, Jake, how big of a detriment to, his defensive development development would it be to bring Vaughn up to DH? He would lose the in-game reps he is getting at AAA, but would be able to resume his daily work with Wash. Doubt it happens, but our best lineup has Vaughn in it. Obviously, Joey asked this before. The news that we got on Thursday, and it's something we had talked about, because I agree. I think the best lineup for the Braves is with Vaughn Grissom in it, whether at DH, want to start working him in left field, or if he is the future shortstop. I don't think the Braves would have done it without an injury to Arcia because that does hurt his defensive development. He needs in-game reps. There's only so much Ron Washington can do in practice. Von Grissom, he knows what he needs to do. He needs the reps. It just needs to become more fluid with him. You know, he's worked with Ron Washington a lot now, and it is good he's up now, and he's going to be playing shortstop every day, and he's going to work with Ron Washington, and that's that's great. That's on-the-job experience at the highest level, and I think it's going to be a good thing for him in the long term. But I don't think the Braves, without the injury, would have brought him up, even though I think Von Grissom should be in the lineup because of his bat, just because he needs to continue to grow defensively. Whether that's at shortstop, which I think they give him all of this year to prove that he can't play the position, and if that's the case, then I think you start moving him around and try to make him that super utility guy. So to answer your question, I don't think the Braves would have done it, at least not anytime soon, because they want him getting those game reps, and he needs those game reps at shortstop. And last question from Joey he says, is this the real Orlando Arcia? I would say no. I mean, history tells you it's not. Could he be a better version of what we've seen in the past? Sure. And the Braves have talked about some adjustments he has made. So could he be a positive offensive player, which he's only been once in his career, and that was last year? Yeah, I think Arcia could be a positive offensive player. Is he going to hit 330? I kind of doubt it, but could he hit 265, 270, hit close to 20 home runs? Yeah, I think Arcia is capable of doing that. What can Ozzy do to get back to himself, get on the fastball? We got to see him do that the other night, hit that home run, uh, but get back on the fastball. He just, the timing seems off. He's not able to catch up. Has Eddie turned the corner? I think so. I think I think we saw it in the World Baseball Classic. I think we faced a lot of starters, lefty starters early on, and Rosario just hasn't been able to get into a flow of the season. He's had some bad batted ball luck with balls that he has hit hard. So I think he is starting to turn a corner. I don't worry as, quite as much about Eddie Rosario. I do wish he would become the DH and you use Sam Hilliard or Eli White in a platoon situation in left field and Ozuna's not in there. Um, but I do think Eddie's turning a corner. Is Nick Anderson a dude again? I, I think so. That curveball has been ridiculous. So I think Nick Anderson's for real. And then lastly, from Joey, is Tonkin the new Chavez? I think Tonkin's better than that. And that's crazy to say because Jesse Chavez has been so good in a Braves uniform, but 
Sorry for those who had joined me live, having some technical difficulties, but I'm going to jump right back into the questions. Next one coming from Robbie Patrick, who says, has Bryce Elder cemented himself into the rotation? What happens when Soroka comes back? Does Soroka or Elder become a long reliever for the rest of the year, or do we have a six-man rotation? I think Bryce Elder has cemented himself in the starting rotation for now. Um, and for, for a good while, I think. Now, if Soroka proves himself healthy and effective, I think he's going to be in the rotation. We've already seen injuries mounting up. So you're going to need all of these guys and you're going to need them throughout the season. But I do think if Soroka is healthy and effective, I think he's still ahead of Elder in the pecking order. Unless Elder wants to keep going out and throwing six shutout innings. But, you know, he has proven himself, whether it's from the last starts of last season till first two that he's had this year, the guy can have success at the big league level. Do I think he's going to sustain it? I don't know. I've always liked Bryce Elder, but I viewed him more as a fourth and fifth starter. But I do think Soroka probably jumps him, again, unless he's going to keep throwing six shutout innings every time. And I think that stuff will work itself out. Now, I don't think either one of them moves into a long reliever-type situation. One, not really necessary with guys like Tonkin, with like Jesse Chavez, who are good in those roles, can go multiple innings. Um, and I think, you know, Elder, obviously still young enough and Soroka for that case. I think they're both about the same age. You know, you don't want to move them to the bullpen unless necessary. Now for Soroka, if you wanted to limit his innings, I could see maybe them moving to him to the bullpen later in the year. But at this point in the season, I don't see that happening. Next question from Jordan Griffey, who says, thoughts on Morton. There's been so many other things going on that it doesn't really get talked about, but he hasn't looked great. Not terrible, but definitely not $20 million worthy. Is there reason for concern? I said coming into the season, my panic meter with Morton was about at a four. I'd probably put it at a five and a half now because you're right. He hasn't looked terrible. He hasn't looked great either. He's more looked more like a, a third or fourth starter, which – is probably not worth the $20 million price tag that the Braves are paying him. So, look, if, if Reed's doing, if Reed's healthy and doing what he does, Strider's doing what we know he can do, and if Kyle Wright gets back to form, then Charlie Morton is your fourth starter. Look, it was an overpay. I thought it was an overpay when the Braves signed him. I thought they might bring him back, but maybe more for like 12 to $15 million. But, again, I think he's there for his leadership, what he means more off the field, maybe even more than what he means on the field. You hear from a lot of the pitchers in there who learn a lot from him. But I'm a little concerned he's not going to get back to that top of the rotation pitcher that we're used to seeing. But if he can still be around a four ERA guy that goes out there and gives you an opportunity to win each time out, I think you'll take that if the other guys in the rotation are pitching like they're capable. And that's a, a big key for this Braves rotation. Georgia Sports Highlights ask, when do you think the Braves will call up Grissom? Do you think it will happen sooner rather than later? Well, I think it's going to happen on a Friday to replace Orlando Arcia. Now, asking this question before the news that we got, I don't think the Braves would have called up Von Grissom until maybe mid-May or June because is playing so great, you weren't going to call him up to play shortstop. The only reason the Braves were going to call him up was to be a DH. And I, I, again, we talked about this earlier. I just don't think they're going to do that because that's going to you know, hurt his development as a shortstop. He needs those reps defensively. So I honestly don't think there were any plans to call up Von Grissom unless RC got hurt or he just really took a nosedive and started to struggle. Large Lara asked, do you think that by the All-Star break, they will find another number two hitter and move Olsen into the cleanup spot. 
I said this coming into the season as well. I think ideally Michael Harris hits like he did last year and becomes that number two hitter. Now he's off to a slow start and now he's injured. But I think the ideal lineup is to have Michael Harris batting second and you move Olsen down to that four spot where he's hitting two and three run homers instead of solo shots or two run shots with Ronnie on base. Um, so I do think that's your ultimate lineup, and I think Harris fits that. Um, I think Travis Darno could as well, though. Uh, you know, you hate to start the game with with three righties off the bat, but Von Grissom. I mean, if Von Grissom comes up and hits, you really want somebody there who's going to get on base. But I like Olsen there. For me, if it's not Olsen, then I think it's Harris against righties. But you know, Harris has to get healthy and he has to get going because he was off to a little bit of a slow start. But I'm fine if they want to keep it Olsen or Acuna, Olsen, Riley. I don't think that's a problem either. But I would like to move Olsen down into more a run scoring situation and just lengthen the lineup a little bit more. Bellfire, as you have mentioned on the show, the injury bug has hampered the team so far this season. Do you think this could be a benefit come October with a fewer innings on some of our big arms, less wear on some key bats, and battle-tested depth beats? We kind of touched on this earlier as well. I do think it helps keep some of these guys fresh in the end, and I think the Braves are being overly cautious with some of these players now and sitting them down. And again, to your point, I think it does help kind of battle-test some of the depth. You know, you're really getting a good look at Sam Hilliard and what he can provide. You're getting a really good look at, at Michael Tonkin and, and Nick Anderson and some of these depth pieces and to see what they can do. And now, um, you know, even in the rotation, you're seeing what you can get out of Bryce Elder and Dylan Dodd and Jared Schuster and those guys. So, yes, I do think there are some benefits to that and would much rather have it happen early in the season than late in the season. Final one from Twitter, and then I got some several questions and comments from the chat section before our live stream broke. Kevin Burns says, which Oakland Athletics should we be following this year to trade for next offseason asking for a friend? My friend's name is Alex. Uh, funny question here from Kevin. It's going to get to the point now where we're going to start trading for some of our players back that the Braves gave uh, to the Oakland Athletics. But yeah, I don't know who's on the radar right now from Oakland, but thought that was a funny question there from Kevin for sure. All right, next we'll get into some more of those ch uh, chat comments and questions that we had from our live stream. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. We've been telling you about them for a while now. If you are one of those people who's looking for a fantasy game where you can try to be the GM, you want to outdo Alex Anthopoulos, you want to become the best GM, then you got to try Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. It's a mobile game that lets you manage your own professional baseball team, manage every strategic aspect from hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances. You want to spend as much money as possible. You want to go out and give that money to Dansby Swanson that the Braves didn't. You can do that with Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Scout and draft players, navigate the franchise through free agency, all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. We tried it, our Locked On host here, and it was a lot of fun competing with other players. Locked On Braves listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure that you check that out and you use that promo code. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, so uh, live stream did end a little early, had some technical difficulties, but was able to jot down a lot of the comments and questions we had from there. Samuel Riley asked, how are the other NLEs teams doing? Not great. Phillies off, are off to a really bad start. The Mets are around 500, uh, playing okay. But 
Yeah, the other NLEs teams haven't gotten off to the best starts in the world, which definitely helps the Braves, who have gotten off to a good start despite all the injuries. But, uh, yeah, Phillies obviously a little banged up right now. Uh, Bryce Harper's trying to come back at first base to help field avoid there and get him into the field sooner. Um, so that'll be a big lift for them. But, yeah, other NLEs teams not looking fantastic at the moment. But we got a matchup coming up with the Mets here later in the month. It should be a lot of fun. Nicholas says Ignacio Alvarez is looking good, and he sure is getting on base, not striking out a lot, uh, impacting the ball, getting some hits. So really excited about Ignacio Alvarez there at Rome. Cody Cooper, why is Marcel Ozuna still here? Well, I can give you about 36, probably $37 million now. I think it's probably prorated down to 36, but give me 36 million reasons why he's still here. And it's pretty much the only reason that he's still here. Uh, Jarrett Sterling says, finally get to watch live Been a daily listener for a while now. Thank you for being an everydayer, Jarrett, and sorry that the live stream broke on us. Uh, MS, now that we've seen Arcia be so good, are you worried at all if it's Grissom that comes up to take his place? It does look like it's going to be Grissom that comes up and takes his place, and that doesn't worry me. I think Grissom's going to be fine offensively. I always thought that. I do worry about the defensive side of things because Arcia has been so good there. And obviously, we know Von Grissom still has a while to go defensively. So it does worry me some because of the defensive side of things. But I think he'll be a, it's hard to say he'll be a boost because RC was so good, but I think he'll be really good offensively for this team. Easy Midkiff says, one, I think Von Grissom would be the best DH for the Braves in 2023. Do you stunt his growth if, growth if he's the right choice there? We already kind of talked about that. I think it absolutely does stunt his growth if you were to do that. But I also agree. I think he's the best DH for the Braves right now. Except for maybe Travis Darno. Ron Acuna Jr. is a fantastic player. like his 452 on base percentage. Leadoff man with great defense and speed. But he needs his power to reach his ceiling. He seems healthy. Why is his launch angle even lower than 2022 in a small sample size. I think small sample size has some play in that, uh, but it is significantly lower, and we're obviously going to have to keep an eye on that. But, and I've mentioned this the last two episodes, I think. I know I mentioned it on the postcast. If this is the player Ronald is going to be, if he's going to hit 300 and get on base over 40% of the time, he's going to steal 50 bags, and he's still going to hit 20 home runs. I mean, that's a really good player. Now, you're right. In order to get to that MVP level and reach his ceiling, the power needs to come, and I think it will. I don't really have an explanation for why the launch angle is not there more consistently right now. I know he's just missed out on a couple of home runs that I think once the weather warms up, we'll probably get out. But, yeah, we need a little bit bigger sample size, I think, for Ronald Acuna Jr. before we start freaking out too much about the launch angle. Kwame, Orlando RC, it looks like a long-term solution at shortstop and a super small sample size. Do you think Von Grissom makes sense in left field or DH? I do, and I've talked about this. I mean, I still think you give Grissom this year to see what the strides that he can make defensively and just leave him at shortstop. It's why I don't think the Braves were going to call him up, even if they were going to bring him up to be the DH because he needs those reps defensively. But if, if RC does, you know, end up being the long-term solution. You know, Braves have him locked up for at least three more years. Let's say he's even the, the solution for the next three years at shortstop. I still like Grissom's bat, and I think if that's the case, and I've said this before, then you set him up for a super utility role. You work him in the left field. You get him at DH. You get him starts at second base and shortstop. You find a way to get that bat in the lineup because I think the bat 
is for real. And I don't think you just trade him. Um, so I think you keep Grissom and I think you find a way to use him if Arcia is the answer at shortstop. Joe Mixon, uh, who said he was a tech, uh, said he, he thinks Arcia could be back in three weeks if it's not that bad, but that would be ideal, but probably six to eight weeks as a precaution. And that's kind of what we had discussed earlier. I think at best case scenario, he's back in a month. And I think, you know, at, at, at most, I think he's back in two months. If it goes beyond two months, then this is a much worse, you know, fracture than I think we've all kind of been led to believe or what a typical micro fracture would be. Kwame says, why is everybody trashing Ozuna? Two weeks is a ridiculously small sample size, and he has been hitting the ball hard. He has really just had bad, batted ball luck. It's been two-plus years now of Ozuna, and again, I tweeted it out on Thursday. I mean, Max Fried had a higher, higher OPS than him in 2021. Uh, Max Fried's career OPS is higher than what Marcelo Ozuna has, has right now it's it's a long stretch. It's not just a two-week sample size. This is a two-plus-year sample size that we've had with Marcelo Zuna, and I agree with you. He hits the ball hard when he hits the ball, but it's a 27% strikeout rate right now. He's just not, he's not getting the hits. He's not getting it done, and it's not a small sample size. This is almost 200 games now of him being a below 700 OPS type of player. So that's why everybody's frustrated and everybody's mad with Marcelo Zuna and tired of seeing him out there. Kwame also asked, hindsight 2020, would you rather pay 20 million more for Dansby over Arcia Grissom? Look, it's not my money. I would have paid for the better player. And I think Dansby's the better player of those three. Uh, so yeah, if it's, you know, not my money, I would have paid up for Dansby Swanson. Now thinking from a business standpoint, probably not the wisest decision uh, to give Dansby all that money for somebody who, probably would have been the fifth, sixth best player on this team. And you got a lot of other guys you need to pay like Max Freed. Um, so, yeah, not my money. I would have spent it. I would have paid for the better player because I think Dansby's better than Orlando Arcier or Vaughn Grissom. Corey, it could just be me, but I haven't seen any other players chop after getting on base. Are they trying to push that out of view? I uh, saw some others comment on this after this question. I think they're just doing something new. They're doing that, that low down sign. I really don't know what that means but whatever they seem to like it uh and then joe mixon made a good point saying that it was a, more of a sword chop that they were doing before possibly brought on by guillermo heredia and his sword so now with him gone probably just looking to do something new which by the way i see the angels you watch the angels games they're doing some sort of sword chop now as well so i found that interesting and then last one here from joe mixon says i think they get rid of ozuna once harris and tda comes back because they can move eddie and tda to dh and have Eddie and Hilliard in left field. I think they're going to hang on to Ozuna a little bit longer than that. I mean, again, I've said it as much as I don't like the guy and I want him out of the lineup, he does hit the ball hard when he makes contact, and he's capable of getting on a hot stretch and doing some good things. And I think the Braves are going to give him all the opportunities and maybe more than he deserves to try to get going. So I think they're going to hang on to him till at least the All-Star break, but we'll see. All right, that does it for this episode of Lockdown Braves. Thank you so much for submitting all of your questions. Do have the Braves and Royals starting on Friday night. Charlie Morton versus Brady Singer. Should be a good pitching matchup. We talked about Morton. Hopefully we can see him give a Morton-like performance. And then Brady Singer, really good young pitcher, Singer ball pitcher. So 
Might see a lot of ground balls in this one. Hopefully no more double plays. The Braves lead the league and hitting in double plays. Um, but could be another opportunity for the Braves to win a series, maybe get another sweep, keep this streak going. But they are banged up right now, so going to be a team effort just like it was against Cincinnati. Grant and I will have the postcast for you for these games over the weekend, so make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On uh, Sports Atlanta on YouTube so that you get the video version of that, or, again, you can get the audio version and Locked On Braves. All right, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We'll be back on Monday with our Miners Monday episode, letting you know everything going on at the minor league level and recapping the weekend as well. Again, make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Sports Atlanta. You get the postcast with me and Grant McCauley. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Braves wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. You can follow me at shortstopball. Also, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 